A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters, May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. This episode is sponsored by BetterHelp. I feel like I'm constantly reminding myself that we are all carrying around different stressors, big and small. But when we keep them bottled up, it can start to affect us negatively. And naturally, that can start to affect everything else around us, too. Therapy can be a safe place to get things off your chest and figure out how to work through whatever is weighing you down. I know that therapy isn't for everyone, but it definitely has benefited me in the past with learning how to sit with my feelings, set boundaries with people, and I don't know, learn how to function with a little less shame. But if you are thinking of starting therapy and access has been hard for you, maybe better help is the right fit. It's entirely online and designed to be convenient. You can get it off your chest with better help. Visit BetterHelp.com slash MakeYourBed today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash MakeYourBed. Good morning, good morning, sunshine. Welcome to another day of the Make Your Damn Bed podcast. Today we're talking about dating apps, and I don't really use them anymore because I am a social bird and I do seem to go out and meet enough people, and honestly, dating isn't really on my radar these days, but... That does not mean I haven't had my fair share of dating app run-ins or experiences with friends on the dating apps. And for a while now, I've been collecting advice, I guess, or suggestions on how I would do it if I did go back to the dating apps so that I could avoid any of the drama that I have experienced in the past. First thing, I would put specifically in my dating profile what I'm seeking. If I'm looking for a monogamous relationship and not hookups, I need to put that in my profile. And it might hurt knowing you're getting left swiped on people who would absolutely hook up with you, but it won't hurt as much as going on dates and hooking up with people who would have never dated you. Same is true if you're only looking for hookups or if you're in a polyamorous relationship looking for a third. Communicate these things out the gate. And if you're like, Julie, what if I'm looking for hookups, but if it devolves into something more, I might be interested. We'll write that shit down too, because it's important to communicate what you're looking for and what you want so that the trash can take itself out. Because making connections is not guaranteed with every single human you meet, you want to rig the game to be more in your favor. So if you are looking for more of a partner and not just a hookup, don't be afraid to block people, be blocked, or lose connections, because that's what you're looking for. The right person, not just any person. Don't second guess your gut. You are allowed to get comfortable before you meet someone, if that means doing a phone call or a video chat. 
and I've always been a big fan of asking for one thing before the date just to see how they respond to not being in control of everything. That way I can see your red flags before I have to meet you. Because if you're like me, it's much harder to turn somebody down or call shit out if you're in person. It's much easier to just hit block and move on. And don't be afraid to search people on Google. There is nothing wrong with being secure in who you're going to meet in public. Whether for a hookup or a potential partner, I think it's really important to know what you're getting into. And the internet is a valuable tool when it comes to finding out if people are wanted for crimes that you don't necessarily want to be involved in. And I just might be speaking from experience here. Either way, whether you've met someone in person or online, I'm a big fan of calling things out directly as you see them, as you feel them, and saying things like, I didn't really like that so much, or that didn't make me so comfortable, or asking for clarification when you need it. Because if you start your foundation of your relationship not being able to ask people why they said things or get to the bottom of how they treat you and react to you having specific requests or needs or boundaries... It will only get more difficult to uproot that foundation to become more comfortable in the future. And even if you're hooking up with someone just casually, it should be comfortable and consenting for both parties. And if you're someone who struggles to get matches in the first place, and you're worried that being picky about the matches that you make can be off-putting, that doesn't mean your boundaries should be the first thing to go. In fact, it means you need to have higher boundaries because the people who are passing the radar check and actually matching with you have more to prove because you are a valuable gemstone. And as much as it sucks to hear, there really are plenty of fish in the sea. And if dating isn't the way you're catching them, then maybe you should go fishing with an actual net. I'm joking. Please don't put a net on a stranger you find attractive. That would be truly wild. My other advice for dating is to meet in a public place for the first time. Even if you feel comfortable, I'm a big fan of meeting for coffee first Even if that leads to a hookup at someone's apartment, it's nice to know you're comfortable in a public place and that they are comfortable as well in a public place with you. And I will forever be anti-shows and movies for the first date simply because you can't talk and get to know someone and letting an environment or a movie dictate the vibes can throw off even the best picker. And honestly, you want a good picker, especially when you're choosing who you're going to let bed you down or hang out with you for a long term. Another thing I like to do for first meetings, other than doing them in public and during the day, is opt for a place that can start short, but go longer if you're having a good time. By saying, let's grab a coffee, it doesn't mean you're only going to hang out for 30 minutes while you drink a coffee, but it also doesn't necessarily keep you there for an entire meal or the entire duration of a movie. Ice cream dates are great for this reason, because you can start with ice cream, and if you're hitting it off and actually want to continue the date, you can do something else. But if it's a terrible vibe, you could slurp that bitch down or take it to go in your cone and say, this was really lovely meeting you talk to you never, and move on with your life. And of course, as always, we should never feel pressured to do anything we are uncomfortable with ever, especially not when we're first meeting someone. A lot of people do understand that when we meet new people, we might be vulnerable or uncomfortable because we are trying to put on our best behavior, we're getting to know someone else, tensions are higher, etc., etc., So because of this, some people will prey upon that vulnerability because it makes a lot of us a people pleaser and say yes to things we normally wouldn't be comfortable with. 
So in my experience, almost like when I was a teacher, it's better to start out strict and ease up than it is to start out super easy and cool and chill and calm and collected and turn on a dime. That said, you should never feel uncomfortable saying no, even if it's your first no ever. And anyone who makes you feel pressured to do anything physical, go somewhere you're not comfortable, do something you're not comfortable with, say something you're not comfortable with, even If in your logical brain, it's innocuous and it's really not that big of a deal and you're talking yourself out of it and you're like, it doesn't matter. I should just do it. If you are slightly uncomfortable, that's okay. For me, in my experience, the biggest red flag I've ever had in any relationship was my inability to say no to even the slightest things. If I was a go with the flow person verbally, but in my head, I was not going with the flow and I was actually really uncomfortable with the flow and the direction it was going. That's the biggest red flag for a not healthy and toxic relationship, even if the other person wasn't being inherently toxic on purpose. Point is, trust your own judgment. Don't be afraid to ask questions and get real right out the gate because a lot of the time it will help the trash to take itself out rather than having that trash stink up your damn apartment for the next six years. Again, speaking from experience. Anyway, I love you so much. I hope you have a wonderful rest of your day. And if you are dating online, Godspeed. Let me know how it goes. In the meantime, I hope you take care of yourself and I'll talk to you tomorrow while you make your damn bed. Bye, sexy. 